some cherry wine. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, we bring it every time. Yeah, pour a little cherry wine. Yeah, hey yo, salam. Yeah, I think they know the time. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, you pour a little cherry wine. Yeah, life is good. Life is good. You're listening to Wine Time with your girl, Cherry Wine. Today, I have a special guest, um, the host from the Real DJ After Dark podcast. Say hello to everyone, sir. What's up? What's up? This is Demetrius Jackson. And yes, I am the host on the Real DJ After Dark podcast show. Okay, Demetrius. Um, describe to the people what your podcast consists of. What is The Real DJ After Dark? The Real DJ After Dark, dark basically is one of those, I don't know if you was like a little, when you was a kid back in the days and, and you used to wander in the front room where, you're, where the, there'd be a group of grownups there talking, you know, just talking shit and just talking about everybody and the mama and you just ha- happened just to be there and they like, Look, 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 you need to leave. This is grown folk talk, okay? Mm-hmm. So basically, my podcast is uh, is uh, a grown folk type of uh, podcast, um, um, whether it be on an intimate level and whether it be on just discussions for, you know, grown adults type of thing. But that's that's how I got it. And, um, and After Dark... How I came up with the name is uh, is um, basically a lot of your conversations happens at night, you know, mm-hmm. whether you guys outside chilling, talking, growing up talk is usually at nighttime. So, but that's my whole concept. And um, I guess why we on this, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess why we on this, this, this topic, um, I am branching off into new things. And I am dipping my feet into doing audio storytelling. So be sure to look out for that as well. Oh, that's going to be cool. Um, it's going to be like the mermaid and the lion? It's going to be like that. She has her own style. Mm-hmm. And I have her own style. And and um, I love hers. I mean, it's, 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 it's tight. Yeah, you know? I love it. Her, I, I love hers that. is on her personal level. Hers is on her relationship and with her and um, her husband, mm-hmm. mine is fictional, but it's more like uh, something that you can actually relate to. Okay. So, um, um, my first, my first story is called uh, "Love Doesn't Live Here Anymore," and um, that one I've already finished doing episode two. We're actually working on episode three. And it's going to be like a seven episode season. And hopefully I can, um, when I get around to episode five or six, I'll be able to drop the first one. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling everybody, I mean, this, this is like, this is my first time ever doing this. I mean, and the person that I'm working with, um, it's her first time ever. She's actually playing the, um, the lead character and she does a lot of the narration, but it's our first time. But if, when you listen to it, and you would, first of all, y'all be like, get the fuck out of here. This ain't y'all motherfuckers. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this ain't y'all, you know. And I think with my, we both have our strengths and weaknesses, and I think my major strength is um, visualizing how I want this and using the sounds, the backgrounds, and 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 just converting this whole thing into like a almost like a TV series. So when you listen to it, it sounds like TV without the video. So, yeah. I don't know if you listen to um, Black Widow or... Um, the, the, tell me about that, too. You like that I one? Haven't, I haven't got a chance. I mean, oh, I, I'm telling you, my, my days are like, doing this project has consumed my personal life. I can imagine. It's something new, and it sounds like it's time to summon. Mm-hmm. But what is a Black Widow? Black Widow is like similar to what you're going to do. And it's, um, you know, short stories. Each episode is a short story. But the first season is like one whole story, but it's chopped up into different episodes, like like a little, mm-hmm. like a TV series. Mm-hmm. And it's, about, it's, it's, it's X-rated. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's oh, definitely okay. It's like Zane. And Zane has one too. It's called Purple Panties. Mm, okay. Yeah, when you get a chance, yeah. check those out. No, I definitely will. You know, and I thought about that too, you know, like doing X rated. But then my whole thought press process behind that is maybe in the near future, because I have like all I got I mean, my mind is filled with creativity and different things. And so my whole thing is I don't want to limit myself just for that type of type of, uh, um, you know, topic. Mm-hmm. So like with, with the one I'm doing right now, it's, it's drama, it's suspense and it's rom- and it has romance in it. Okay. So I try to open it up for people that, that um, isn't just like self-centered around just listening to erotic stories, mm-hmm. but it's just to kind of, just kind of open it up. Like it's, 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 it's crazy, like I said. It's, it's relatable. It's, it's, it's something that people exactly. can relate to. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. But like you said, you have a lot of ideas. But the thing with ideas is, like, that's the same thing with me. Like, my mind is always going. But, and then you want to put everything out at the same time, but you can't. So you got to, like, focus on one thing at a time. And that's what's going to make it more epic. You know, if you focus your focus on one project, and then you go tackle the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Because I find I find myself having multiple tabs open, working on everything at the same time, and it's draining. And I feel you on that. I can relate to you like that, you know. And 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 that's why it's so good with the partnership I have with the um, with the narrator. I I've um, I've been um, you know, basically it's 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 almost like a relationship with me and her, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I did like, was over anxious and over, you know, cause I mean, you, when you, when you know your shit's good, like I know my shit's good cause I'm confident mm-hmm. and, um, you start like thinking about other shit and then you start, you start kind of, like you said, you know, start tapping into other stuff instead of just focusing on what you're doing right then and there mm-hmm. and get that shit done. Then you can go to the next one. Yes. And I, I, I find it so much easier to be able to do that. Well, I'm looking forward to the mini series, and I'm sure everybody else is as well. Um, especially people that like to read, because I like to read. So, listening to a podcast, like a like a podcast, 
mini series type. It's it's good because it gives your eyes a rest from reading and it allows you to listen and put yourself there. Exactly. I like I like that. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, with everything that's going on right now, as a black man, how are you feeling? <laughs> what is your mental space right now? Oh man. See, I mean, and we can take this so so many different ways right now, and and this podcast would be probably four or five hours long. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, as a black man right now, I it's 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 hard. It's um, it, it's funny for me. I live in California. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been raised in California, and I used to be in the military and. That was my first time stepping outside of California and actually living somewhere else other than there. And the place I used to live was in Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. I used to live um, over by Fort Walton Beach in Florida. And uh, me and my boys, we used to always, every weekend, because we was kind of centralized. Mm-hmm. So every weekend we used to go out and and go and just go, just go somewhere. And I think my first experience, you know, as a, a black, a black male, was my first experience was kind of scary because we ventured off into we was up in well, man, I don't know where the fuck we was at man we was somewhere in Alabama oh, we was somewhere man. in Alabama and um, we end up um, getting some gas because we was running low on gas so we end up driving to the gas station old school you know those old ass movies you see on old school ass gas stations it's kind of like how it was yeah. you know and then um, at that time, the gas was cheap. So I was like, damn, this fuck, this shit, let's, let's stop here, man. Shit, I ain't got to spend that much money, you know? So we stopped and got gas. And so I went into the restaurant because it was like a, a diner. And I went in there to pay for the gas. And it was all rednecks. Oh, my gosh. And so it was just like the movies. Mm-hmm. You it open the door, like the you walk. <laughs> yeah, you walk in and all, all you hear was silence. And all you saw was heads turned. All eyes and then I just, yeah. And so I felt very uneasy, you know, really, really uneasy, you know. And so I went to the cashier and I said, let me get, you know, whatever it was, 20 on um, whatever pump it was. And then I walked out. And then when I was walking towards the car, you know, my boy was pumping the gas. And at that same instance, a truck comes, you know, one of those like, um, you know, those like uh, off-road trucks raised up and everything. And on the back of the truck was a huge, huge Confederate flag. Oh, my goodness. You know? And so there was a driver, there was a passenger, and there was three guys in the bed of the truck. And they drove by us. And then the first thing I heard was, you know, you don't belong here. What the fuck you doing here? You know? And so I looked. And usually I'm a type of person that talks shit back. Mm-hmm. But then... At this time, you, you just, you know, the way America is, you just, you, you just don't pick, do that. Yeah, you got, you have you to know? pick your battles wisely. Mm-hmm. So basically what happened was me and my boy, I told him, I said, you know what, whatever it is that you pumped, that's it. I don't give a fuck. We, we, we leaving. At the same time, the truck was getting closer and the guys that was in the back of the truck uh, actually jumped out. And then I kind of looked and, you know, you've seen baseball bats in their hand, you know? And so 
we got in the car and we took off, you know, and it's just, it's, it's crazy, you know, especially now. I mean, the things that go that goes on, it's, um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, it's, it's, it, 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 yeah, it does anger me, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, and what I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at is, you know, and what I'm kind of actually happy for is people now realizing, you know, especially what happened in uh, Minneapolis and people are actually looking at this and, you know, it's it's funny because you knew about this a long time ago. You know, it, it takes this person right here to open your eyes a little bit more wider. You know, and um, I mean, it's 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 eye opener. And like I said, you, you you need to know people before they react. They need to you know educate themselves before they they say something and, and act on impulse rather than act on knowledge. And that's just my opinion. And it's just crazy. Like um, like where I live. They do demonstration. They actually they they did a rally. You know, the funny thing was, it was last weekend. They was doing a rally here um, downtown, and I went around the block. I drove around the block, and I saw the signs. And when I got closer, I'm looking, and these are white people with signs that says Black Lives Matter, and I'm like, wow, that's you know, it's it's, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a racist person. You know, I'm I am I'm I'm colorblind, you know, and um, I and I think in that and 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 I'm not saying anything about my culture, but I think a lot of different cultures have their different mm-hmm. forms of racism. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? and it's not just it's not just us. Um, you see, the Middle Easterns they are always racially profiled as well. Um, the Asians, they're racially profiled. The Latinos, they're la- they're racially profiled. I mean, it's all of us, but I think that we get it in the worst way. We we get it in mm-hmm. the worst way possible. And the the most hurting thing, the most hurtful thing about this whole situation is that um when my 11 year old son asks me questions and I don't have the answers to them, it's, it's hard because, Mm. you know, he's a black boy and he's going to have to eventually, because I mean, we're doing all this rallying and everything right now, but I don't think it's gonna, it's, I don't think anything is going to change for the new generation that's coming up. So I still feel like when he's of age, he's going to be racially profiled in some form or fashion. And I don't have the answers for him right now. And that's really, really hurtful because, you know, he it's, it's not like back in the day where you can, like, hide stuff from your kids. Like, it's all over social media. It's all over the TV. It's all over every place. So you can't hide from the fact that you know, he's not going to see it because he's going to see it and he's going to have questions and he has questions that I don't have the answers to. And it's really, really hurtful. It's really hurtful. And yeah. so actually watch um, the video because I didn't want to watch the video, but I eventually watched it and to actually see this man lose his life 
in the middle of the street in that way was so heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. It was really yeah. heartbreaking. And I think the um the the one person that um that makes this whole situation worse is um our very own president, mm-hmm. you know. And um I don't know. I I just he's it's like yeah. I said, it's hurtful. And he's in the class all by himself. I don't even claim him as the president. He's just in the White House right now. And hopefully his time is up soon. But I don't want to bring yeah, out him. Definitely. So um <laughs> on your episode, do you snitch when you when you see your friend cheating? Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're not supposed to tell on your friend, but and what? When is it okay to tell on your friend? <laughs> People gonna hate me, you know, and I, I I don't really care, you know. You love me, you hate me, but a woman would be the the, the first person to snitch on anybody. You, you think so? Yeah. I think so. I mean, it's something about women that's just like, just kind of, I love women, you know. It's just, maybe a a certain type of woman that, you know, it's just, if something was happening and she saw her girl's man flirting with somebody else or or even, you know, or even um, hooking up with somebody else, you know, without even knowing what the situation is, it's a phone call or it's a it's a snapshot. It's a girl. girl. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong, you know? but from my point of view, being a woman, I will say that um, if I catch you in a compromising position and I know for a fact that you're doing something that you should not be doing, yes, I'm going to tell my friend. However, if my friend in return name drops. Well, Josh said she saw you down at the bar with this one and that one and that one. That's your last time getting information from me because you're not supposed to tell who told you. Because that'll keep that'll keep mm-hmm. you from getting any more information for the next time. But if you're my best friend and you're my girl and I've been rocking with you and everything like that, you better believe I'm telling. But if you name drop and you tell him that I told you, I'm not telling you nothing else. Or if you believe him over me, I'm not telling you nothing else. So it's it's levels to us telling. Like originally, yes, we're going to tell. Especially if you look like you dead ass wrong and you know you wrong. I'm telling. But moving mm-hmm. forward, after how you handle the information that I give you will determine if I give you any more moving forward. Mm. I got you. Yeah, I still snitches though. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point you made. It's a good point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But comes down to it, like just like if 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 it's uh if it's if it's yeah, two fellas and I don't even front. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. You know, maybe if you saw okay, so boy, if my boy girl, wife, fiance out mingling, 
laughing and cheesing and smiling all up in somebody's face and he hugging all up on her, you know you tell him. You know what? You know, it <laughs> no. just depends. I mean, it... it... <laughs> If somebody, if I saw somebody in the club, I saw my boy's wife in the club just doing her little thing, you know, and I'd be looking at that. I, I'd be looking, I'd be like, damn, this ain't that, ain't that oh boy's wife? Damn, girl, fuck, you know. And the thing, I don't know. I mean, it's you're telling it, you, you, you fumbling the ball because you thought you're going to tell. <laughs> you're telling. <laughs> you're telling. You're telling. So it goes both ways. I just think that girls mm-hmm. is quicker to tell. I just do it like. I think we're quicker mm. to tell. We have more facts and times and we have more information. When you tell, it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, I saw an old girl the other day. We're telling today. We're telling right now. <laughs> it's, it's that that same second. Right it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to send you a picture, girl. Boy, and it's old boy. It's your, it's it's your, it's your husband's friend, <laughs> you know, or whatever the case may be, you know. So, it's, you know, we tell him. It's, it's, the child tell him too. So don't mm. make it seem like it's just it go one, it go one <laughs> way, it go both ways. Because y'all, y'all, y'all are gonna tell. You might not tell right away, but you're gonna tell. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, um, today's topic, I have to. So you pick which one, or we could talk about both. Um, I have quality versus quantity, meaning one mate versus a hundred holes. So, which do you prefer? Would you prefer to have one female that can give you everything that you need and more, or? multiple chicks that you can get multiple things from. Okay, so let's do like this. At my age right now, it's quality. At my younger age, it was quantity. Okay? So when I'm and let's go with the quantity first. So, okay, so if I'm 18, 19, Mid twenties, yeah, I'm out there trying to holler at every motherfucker I see, you know, and that's what I used to do. And so it was, it was, it was quantity at that time, you know, because it would be like, okay, so you holler at one, and you get bored, so you holler at the next one, you get bored, or and you just keep going, you just keep going, you just keep going, you know. And then at one point in the time, you get tired because, you know, all that shit costs money. And you time. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, every time that shit costs money and you got however many people you hollering at, you got all those different personalities, you know. You know, you get the crazy ones, you get the quiet ones, you know, you get the ones that you, you like, what the fuck? I mean, you get the ones that you see at the club, you get the ones you see at the grocery store, church, whatever, you know. It's like, and it's almost like that movie back in the day, yes. The Wood. You know, so it was like competition between me and my boys, you know. Most. Oh, fuck. Oh, girl. Fuck, man. I got to step my game up. Let's go to the club. This is back back in my days. It was no it, it was no cell phones. Yeah, so you was writing shit. When you got out of the club, 
you got a paper full of numbers. You see what I'm saying? And so, and it's like, who's going to smash this? I, you know, so you, you kind of prioritize those numbers, you know, but as you grow older, you know, you're, well, I can't, I can only talk to myself because some people probably my age right now are still doing the same damn thing, mm-hmm. you know, but, but now it's more quality is because, you know, um, all those, all those quantities back in the days, you kind of learn from it and you learn uh, what type of woman that would, you know, kind of like um, that you would like to, you know, make a future with. So, you know, now it's like, uh, and even older people now are crazy too, you know, but, um, but the qualities nowadays for me is, you know, cause everybody has every, you just can't sit here and, you know, and, and one thing I, I don't like is, you know, I, I do like what I do like standards, you know, you, you have certain standards, but at some, at, at, at one point there is no, one thing I, I hate picking on women, but no, I have you don't to. have to, you don't have to, <laughs> no, no, hold on, because y'all be talking about y'all want the perfect man. And there's there is no, no perfect man. Perfect person, you know? Period, though. There's no perfect exactly, man. Exactly, but no the way perfect you're woman. But can we at least get the basics? Now, I'm going to speak for the women. I can't speak for all, but I'm going to say that. I don't think that we want a perfect man. But can we at least get the basics and we work on everything else? What's the I basics? Mean, you need somebody that's um, that you can build with. Somebody that's honest, somebody that's going to treat you right and respect you and love you the same way that you're going to love them. Bring something to the table. We don't want no lazy ass man. Um, You know, the basics. And then we can work on everything else. After that, somebody loyal. We don't want no serial cheater. We don't want somebody that's that rather have quantity over quality. <laughs> I mean, like you said, yeah, this I mean, that's... Game at this age, <laughs> you should already know what you want and move accordingly. Mm-hmm. Now, you said quantity was a big thing early on, like in your 20s. So when do you think, what's the, I mean, how can I put this? What is the most common time frame which age range do you think a man is mentally ready to settle down just depends on his maturity i think um i mean some i mean you got some men that maybe in their their 20s or mid mid 20s they 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 um you know kind of figured out their their road path you know and um, even some males, and I'm not, I'm not saying all, even the birth of a child changes them, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, you know, this is, this is who I want to be with. You know, I'm not, saying, I'm not necessarily saying that's all men have, I think. But as far as, like, age, you know, it, it varies. You know, I, I would hope mm-hmm. when, you, when you push off the 25 numbers and you start hitting them 30s you have some type of uh you know direction on what you want to go because i mean yeah you get people who do it 
almost like a lifetime. It's like a lifetime, you know, but at the same time, you, you, you know, you got to think about your health. You got to think, I mean, cause you can run through all these ladies and you know, who knows how many people they run mm-hmm. through too. You know, that's, and that's enough. That's another so, thing. I you mean, be sleeping with all these other people, but you don't know who that person is sleeping with. Mm-mm. What's that one song with um TLC? And it was um damn, but girl was just like she was messing with one person after another person. Oh my god, I forgot what the song was. Um, help me out here. I don't even know who DLC is. You oh, don't know who TLC, TLC is? I thought you meant um, I thought you said DLC. <laughs> TLC is um. Oh no no, I'm sorry, TLC. That one. There you go. Yes. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. Uh, it's not. A- I, was about, I was about to ask you how old you were right now. <laughs> so it's not a um, specific age. It's just based on your maturity, basically. I think so. That's just mm-hmm. mean. That's just me. People have different opinions. That's my but opinion. In your, I mean, you by, can, in your, by, mm-hmm. in your thirties, pushing forty, you should know. Oh yeah, definitely. Know. Like you should already know, but not for nothing. It's still guys in their forties that's still out here being gigolos and chilling, and you know, with, have they? Man, you got people thirty. Yeah, I mean, cause you still you still got people thirty or forty years. People my age still gangbanging. Yeah, <laughs> come on, yes. bro. And that is, and, and then you that makes you think like. Who raised you? Like, what, what, what type of time are you on? Like, do you, are you ever going to grow up? Because it's nothing out there. Mm-hmm. Gang banging and all the other stuff, it's nothing out there. You're going to end up in one or two places, six feet or in jail. So at mm-hmm. one point, you got to leave it alone. At some time, you got to leave it alone. Because it ain't nothing out there now. It's nothing out there. It's literally mm-hmm. nothing out there. So my other thing that I wanted to talk about was respecting a man. Um well go ahead. I don't I don't mean to the I don't mean to um cut you off there, but I mean you asked about my opinion. What well, what's yours opinion about it? Quantity over quality. Well, I'm married, so I don't have quantities. <laughs> oh. oh there you go. There you go. Well but there you go. I feel like I'm thirty six. And I feel like at this stage of the game, if I was single, I would be trying to get my shit together so that I won't be single entering my 40s. I mean, I'm a, I am love love. And I don't think that I would be able to be single. But if, if you listen to all of any of my episodes, I would say you were here that I've been with my husband since I was 14. But the only way that I would be single is if we separated be, and got divorced or something like that. Then I would be single because I don't think I have another relationship in me. <laughs> but if I never had a relationship, if I never was married, if I never was tied down, I would be trying to find myself to know who and what to attract for my forever because like I said I I love love so that's I I would never want a whole roster it's too mm. much work too and you gotta remember names and all that like yeah, yeah too it's, much, yeah. It's, it's too <laughs> much 
But mm-hmm. moving on. Respecting a man. Sometimes, um, and I've witnessed women talk down to men, um, disrespect them with, you know, their mouths and their actions. And then in the same breath, they wonder why they can't find a man or, you know, keep a man. But you're not respecting the man that's in front of you. So give me some ways that you feel women can respect a man. How should we talk to men? How should we treat them? Okay, so here's my thing. All right. And this goes back to when we were just talking about um, the standards. You know, when a woman talks about, you know, this is what she's looking for in a man and all that. And then, but yet you still have your own inner issues. So before even going into a relationship, those issues need to be fixed, you know, and, and um, especially for like a, for like the way to keep a man. And like you said earlier, uh, I have three things. My things is, is, and these are on prior relationships, um, the tone and the body language, you know, uh, because I'm just like you. I'm in a relationship for love and I'm in a relationship for long term, you know, and I get, I, I, I get it. I get everybody, everybody has their own inner issues, you know, and but that's why you have a partner that you both work on your strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses together. It's a balance, you know. And in order to do, exactly, in order to do that, you have to compromise. You have mm-hmm. to be open-minded, you know. And so, with a woman, you know, the tone and the body language is, you know, is the respect that you and it, you know, this is. It's crazy because, you know, some women are strong minded, you know, and when they go into relationship, it's either their way or no way type mm-hmm. of thing, you know, and that's how they portray it. And I'm not saying that all women are like this. I'm just saying that some women are like this. They very dominant, you know, and um, and you, you, they just gotta understand, you know, just like anything else, you, you treat somebody the same way that you want to be treated, you know? And so when you speak up on, or you speak down to somebody, you know, you don't understand how he may, he may not show it then, but you don't, you don't understand how mentally you're breaking him down. You see, because it's almost like a bully, you know? And you bully somebody for so long, they can only take so much, you know? And then this guy, you know, it's, I got a dip, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't stand this shit. You know what I'm saying is, you know, I'm giving you 110% of, uh, you know, of what we need to do in the relationship. But then you keep, keep, you keep sitting here, you know, downplaying me and, and, you know, and then I think the worst thing ever is to do that mm-hmm. in front of other people, you know? 
It's, 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 it's almost like you have you have no you have. I, no I watch a lot of damn. Exactly, and I, I and I I watch a lot <laughs> of movies. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring a movie, and it's 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 opposite because it's it's um it's not about the woman, it's about the man. But that one Tyler Perry movie where dude, and it just made me mad, you know. So I can understand if the woman was doing that to the man. What was that one Tyler movie um where I think it was Jill Scott. And dude was just fucking, just trashing her at the Why dinner table. Get married? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if we flip that to where she's doing that to the man, that's, that's well, unnecessary. There was one you know? on there. Um, she was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was talking to, she was talking to um, yeah. Marcus like that. She was, she was, mm-hmm. she was coming at him kind of crazy like that. And yeah. Yeah. And it's women like that that's always going to be mm-hmm. single, you know, and and then and then they swear up and down. And then the thing is, they get mad because they can't keep a relationship. So they get mad at the other person when they need to go back and find <laughs> Jesus and but look you, at themselves. You, you do have something <laughs> that will stay there and take it. You know, and you know, you know what? I agree with you, and I and and that's where I'm talking about where. You see on the movies and you talk shit about it, but then you're in the mm-hmm. same situation. And it's hard. It's hard. I don't I don't care how many people say, Man, just get your shit and just fucking leave. It, it's easier it's hard to say. Because you exactly. Because half your half your half your mind is telling you things can change. When you know it's not gonna change, but you love a person that much, your thing is gonna change. It's, it's, and it's not, you know, I've been in that situation. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here on your front, but I have been in that situation where, you know, where you get a lot of verbal abuse, you know, and, and um, it just builds and builds and builds inside of you, you know, and then what happens is their personality, you inherited it, you know, so now it's like, there's two monsters instead of one because yeah, it's crazy, you know, and it takes, it it takes, it takes a lot for you to be able to move out of that relationship and which I did, you know, and, 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 and then the, the whole, the whole thing after you get out of that relationship, it's like, you have to really find yourself again, you know, and it could take months. It can take years. You know, it just depends on yourself, but yeah. Yeah, because you're gonna transfer the what... energy onto you, and now you done adapted mm-hmm. that behavior, but you don't want exactly. to take that to your next situation. Exactly, exactly. And so my next one is um, for a woman to kind of respect the man's judgment. You know, and when I say judgment, I'm talking about never downplay him. I mean, uh, you know, if he has knowledge. Or opinion, or decision decisions that is beneficial in the relationship. Don't, 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 don't sit there and and knock them for that, you know. And that's another thing that 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 will drive. Well, for me, you know, I, I can only speak for myself. That would drive a man crazy is for you to say, "Hey, okay, this is how you change a tire." Okay, we gotta get the, we gotta get the crowbar, and we gotta um, you know we gotta get we gotta get all these tools 
to to um, unscrew these lug nuts and all this other shit. But then when she says it, when she comes up to you and says, when's the last time you did? You changed it. You don't even know what the hell you doing. You know, and, you know, just downplaying somebody or, okay, so, all right, we're driving and, hey, make a left because this is going get to get us there quicker. Who are you? You, you what? You Siri now? Huh? Who you, you see? What I'm saying so. It's like there's no there's no good faith in, in letting the man, you know, and letting him kind of direct, you know, because you always you always so basically just you're always let kicking the him man down. Lead, you know. Exactly, you know, and it and it, and it for me it, it can go both ways, you know. It's not it's, there's nothing where it says the man. 100% of the time has to leave because like I said mm-hmm. we, we're we both in it and we yeah, both I are mean, knowledgeable in different hard. areas it's all about balance you see what I'm saying it's never one exactly it's, it's not always one way to do things like I could do something totally different exactly. from the way you do it but the goal is to get it done exactly so. I think my last one was um the respect and communication, okay? Because <laughs> here I go again with the women. <laughs> and um, uh, women hold powers. Y'all like superheroes and shit. Y'all have these powers and shit, you know? And, and, um, those powers kind of, like I said, it's just, and I'm not saying all women, you know, but the communication is, is like, um, for some, they can pick and choose when they want to communicate, you know, and um, it's never, like you said, where it's teamwork, where we communicate, you know, religiously 100% of the time. You know, and and I think women uh, kind of hold that power on how and when they could communicate to their men's and and um, how to build them up with the communication or just to tear them down, you know, and uh, it's. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. And like I said, women, women are just. They're. They're, they, 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 we are, no, I don't know, they're something else sometimes. <laughs> That's what we are. We are everything plus more. Okay. That's what we are. I'm going to get the ladies together and we're going to get on y'all. Because you're trying, because you're trying, I'm going to get the fellas together and get on y'all. It's not, you know what? And it's just, maybe it's just because of just my, um, personal experiences you know and i know there is i mean not all women exactly just like, are like just like all what other people portray the them to be all women are not the same mm-hmm. but but i think it's I, 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 like for the women i think there's you know women that are sour disgruntled and so they portray mm-hmm. everybody to be a certain way and the same thing for a guy you know it could be the same exact way you know the last person he was with, oh man, she's a fucking bitch, man. I fuck. You, you can't make man, everybody. You know, you can't make. And so his, you can't make everybody pay exactly. for what the previous person did to you. No, exactly. So, but um, 
mean, like, and, and that, again, that's based on your maturity and, you know, and, um, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, those are my things that, um, I think, you know, in order for a woman to, to keep a man is again, is just to be community, uh, just to communicate and, and, um, uh, be open in their, in, in their relationship. And it goes for the man as well. So I'm not really trying to sit here and, and make bad news for women when men can just be, can be just as worse, you know? And so, um, we just got to know, we got to know the women and men both got to know what their boundaries are, you know, and, and just listen to themselves sometimes when they, when they speak. And, um, and like I said, uh, my, my whole thing on the relationship is, is, is all about communication because that's going to keep your, I mean, yeah. what, you've been there for, since you was 14 and that's, yeah. this is 2020 right now. So Absolutely. And I'm sure you had your highs and lows, but I bet you communicate. Communi- but mm-hmm. so I no, mean that's go ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. Communication is definitely the key, and consistency, mm-hmm. and compromising. Uh, All them C's. Exactly. <laughs> well, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed you being on my show today. I have to come and be a guest on yours next. So before, oh yeah, before definitely. We, definitely tell the people where to find you how to connect how to interact where to listen floor is yours okay well again i i I really and and am honored to to be um as a guest on your show and um again to follow me i'm on instagram at the real DJ after dark, and um, you can follow me on my website, and it's going to be the real DJ after dark at podbean.com. You can follow me on on Instagram. You can follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and tune in, and a lot of different platforms that you can get your podcast on. I'm pretty much on all of them. And, uh, again, um, my, my, um, my main priority right now is doing my book. So, um, I am taking like a, a small little miniature break right now just to focus entirely on that. But again, I am on there so you can hit me up anytime and I will be having some upcoming episodes that will make you say, wow, uh, my whole style is, I'm un- very unpredictable. So, whenever you come on my show, <laughs> just brace yourself, I'm, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I'm always ready. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you again. Time, guys. Bye. Peace. Thank you so much.